Who exactly collects new species of plants? That question was only anecdotally answered until a pioneering analysis by Daniel Weber and colleagues published in the Proceedings of the Royal Society of London about a decade ago. With museum and botanical garden records being digitized and accessible through the internet, they recognize the opportunity to explore this question in greater depth. As they explain, discovering new plant species involves three steps. First, specimens are collected. Second, they're recognized as representing new species. And finally, they're described and named in a publication. While many new species are named by their collectors, many others end up in herbaria as unknowns where they sit, sometimes for many years, until a botanist comes along with the appropriate specialized knowledge to recognize them as new. They use type specimens to track the productivity of collectors. Types are the name bearers of species, functioning as a kind of international standard used to verify that a scientific name is being used correctly. Wherever the type specimen fits in the latest hypotheses about the number and boundaries of species, there follows the name attached to it. They pulled together information about the collectors of 100,000 type specimens in their groundbreaking study. What they found was that a small number of incredibly productive collectors made a disproportionate impact on the collection of new species. In round numbers, 50% of new species were collected by just 2% of collectors. On the flip side, a single type specimen had been collected by about 50% of the collectors. They called these super prolific collectors big hitters, noting that this phenomenon is a little less pronounced today than in the past. It turns out that big hitters get better and better at collecting new species as they go. This may be attributed in part to increased familiarity with the flora of areas being collected, as well as knowledge of plant species generally. Knowing common species on site allows a big hitter to invest time collecting the unusual and rare. Surprisingly, big hitters did not focus on species-rich regions more than small hitters. They did tend to collect in more countries, and they did tend to specialize in a particular region. Something that surprised me was that big hitters collected specimens from the largest number of families. There are exceptions, of course, such as one big hitter mentioned who focused specifically on orchids. As an entomologist, I have seen both place and expertise triumph in collecting new species. When Terry Irwin of the Smithsonian began fogging the canopy of tropical trees, it literally rained new species. At another extreme is the finesse of specialized knowledge. For example, one of my students became the expert for an obscure family of mycophagus beetles. When he traveled to a location in Central America that had been intensely collected for decades in support of ecological studies, he found that they had not collected a single specimen of the family he studied. Within a week, he had collected several species, including some new to science. These beetles simply don't show up in light traps or other mass collecting techniques and his specialized knowledge of their habitat allowed him to zero in and find them with great efficiency. When a comparable study of insect types is done, it will be interesting to see whether the botanical pattern is repeated. Regardless, I suspect that as most species in a group become known, that specialized knowledge becomes ever more important in ferreting out those elusive, last-to-be-discovered species. Their conclusion was that expertise and experience, gained over many years of fieldwork, play a critical role in the making of a big hitter. 
Big hitters are not necessarily first to explore a region. First collectors have the obvious advantage of collecting the most common species when they're still new, but the most productive collectors work over many years to hone their skills. They wisely advocate recognizing individuals who show the potential to become big hitters and providing to them support to do so. With 15 to 30% of flowering plant species yet to be discovered, the need for collectors is as important as ever. The bottom line, especially as common and easily collected species become known, is that there may be no substitute for specialized knowledge and experience for the collecting phase of species discovery. With tens of thousands of species believed to be going extinct each year, and millions of species remaining unknown to science, these are important lessons to be learned if we hope to complete an inventory of species before millions have been lost to extinction. In short, we need more taxon experts and we need more big hitters. Batter up!